Hello, and thank you so much for listening to my podcast. If you're tuning in today, this is the first part of season two. Um, And season two, I'm going to dedicate to all kinds of things that will help us with getting into a positive mental state, um, getting into better head spaces, ways that we can practice self-care, ways that we can use um, all kinds of tools to help strengthen us emotionally, mentally, and in every other way that'll help you show up as your best self and live your best life. And so today, as I alluded to during the last session, um, we're going to talk, we're going to delve right in to the topic of depression and suicide. And so I just want to tell you before you move forward with this podcast, if those things are a trigger for you, if you've experienced a recent loss due to someone completing suicide, or if you are dealing with some severe depression and things right now, I would recommend that you don't listen to the rest of this podcast today. Um, Although it's going to stay, you know, it's going to be a positive metaphor that I'm using in the long run. It might remind you of some things that are really hard and might trigger those things. And so if you need um, some professional counsel. Um, I am not a trained psychiatrist or psychologist or counselor. I am a longtime educator and I've had training as a transformational coach, but I am not trying to dispense medical advice, only things that have helped me that I'm hoping to pass along to you. Okay, so given that, if you are ready, we're going to jump right in. So unfortunately, I had to attend, or I didn't have to, I chose to attend the funeral of a young man who had recently completed suicide. Now, why do I say completed suicide instead of committed suicide? Um, That's a recent shift in lexicon that's being used in the mental health world. And if you haven't heard of it, it might sound a little strange, but here's here's the reason. You don't commit suicide. Committing suicide makes it a crime, a criminal act, okay? Which technically, I suppose, and legally it is, but you know, who are you going to charge with said crime, right? Um, Completing makes a whole lot more sense because what it means is that this person has been suffering through some darkness and some difficult times and likely depression for probably an extended period of time. And when they complete suicide, it's likely not the first attempt, or at least it's not the first time that they've had ideation or even perhaps made a plan to go through with this, um, what they feel is a solution, right? And so when they pass away from an act inflicted on themselves. That is the completion of something that's been actually going on for a long, long time. So one favor I'm going to ask you is that you adopt that phrase, completed suicide rather than committed suicide. Attempted is still okay if the person survived, um, that they attempted to take their own life. It did not 
Okay, so moving forward. This funeral that I went to for a young man, um, his mother worked with me as a colleague in a school and she had just recently gotten her teaching degree and has been hired to be a teacher rather than a substitute and or paraprofessional like she has been in the past. Um, she and her husband have three children. Um, the oldest two are girls and then she had a son and he is the one who took his own life. Um, he had recently turned 15 years old and this is right at the, the last day of his freshman year of high school is when this occurred. Um, very, very tragic, very sad. Of course, there's always the questions, right? Like why, why did this happen? How could this happen? They are a wonderful, beautiful Christian family. They supported each other. They challenged each other. They spent time together. They enjoyed outdoor activities and they had a strong, strong faith life. He was a very talented young man, very smart, very athletic, very musical and funny. So, you know, it just didn't seem like the type of person who might get to this point. But in the minds of an adolescent, if you're struggling with things, um, you know, sometimes they can seem very permanent when as you're older and stronger mentally, you know that those situations are temporary and that you will get through them. Now, we can only speculate about reasons and we'll never really know. And if his mother is listening to this right now, I wanna just speak directly to her for a minute. You know, I, of course, don't have the right words. One thing I want to say is that during his funeral service, you as a family demonstrated such courage and such strength in wanting to help us, meaning all the young people that were his friends, that were there that day and the adults that were there, the parents that were there, you wanted to help teach a lesson about helping each other in this life and how we can get through difficult times. And so I applaud you for that. And I want to thank you for doing that because these messages are super important and we all need support. So thank you. So during that service, the pastor of the church who was presiding over the service shared with us a beautiful story, a metaphor for what people might go through, and then a little piece of advice at the end. And so I'm going to paraphrase that for you now. So he said, imagine that life is like a train ride. It's a long train ride. And when you're born, you board the train. And most of your life, you go along and you look out the window at the beautiful scenery and the variety of things. And you have people on the train with you. You enjoy their company. You get to do all kinds of interesting things on the train. And that's how you go through most of life, right? And most of this train ride, things are good. 
it's enjoyable. You have a lot going on. You have a lot to look forward to. You don't really know exactly where the train is going. You know, there's no map of the journey ahead. You just know that it will get where you're going eventually. And you really don't know when it's going to end. You're just along for the ride. Are you with me? So once in a while on a long journey on a train, you're going to need to go through a mountain or perhaps even underground. And in those times, you're going to go through a tunnel. Well, you're used to looking out at the, in the light and seeing scenery. But when you go through a tunnel, it's dark. And when you're in complete and total darkness, it can feel like it's never going to end. It can feel permanent. And you really get disoriented. You don't know where you are. You don't know when you might emerge from this tunnel and back into the light. Right? The tunnel could just be a very brief few minutes. Or it could take days. But when you're in that darkness, you can't see the light that is sure to come and that is promised to us and that we know will be there, right? Logically, we know, but we might not feel it in that moment. And depression is like that dark tunnel. So if you happen to be Christian, you know that the promises of Christ through salvation mean that this life on earth is temporary, but we are supposed to stay in it and do the best we can to help each other, love each other, and learn to love God even more so that when we get to heaven, we have given it our best effort to become close to God and so that we can enjoy the rewards of heaven, right? But when you're going through those tunnels, it can be really, really tempting to just get off the train, right? You don't know where it's going. You don't know when it's going to end. You're not particularly happy because, you know, everything seems dark and heavy and unknown and scary. What happens if you get off the train in the tunnel? Do you ever see the light? Do you ever get to know the beautiful things that are waiting on the other side of the tunnel? No, that's the end. So the advice is, don't get off the train in the dark tunnel. Wait until it comes to the natural end of the journey so that you can enjoy the fullness of the light. I just think that's a beautiful, beautiful story and metaphor for what depression can feel like and what it means to go through this life. And so my wish for you today is that if you're going through tough times or if you have in the past, that you keep that in mind, that this is not a permanent situation. This is a temporary situation. Or if you know somebody who's going through that, help them see that what they're going through right now will end, it, it will. It's temporary. Suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. I'm going to say that again. Suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. 
So let's help each other, let's support each other, let's lift each other up. Get someone you love, if they're struggling with this, help by a professional. You know, there are medications, there's counseling, there's support groups. And most of all, just be there for the person. Just listen and just know that you can support them through anything. And if they know that, they're going to be more likely to hang on. All right, I hope that story was helpful to you today. We're going to talk more um, about this kind of thing later on in another episode, but I just wanted to, to say mental health is, is a real struggle, and there should not be a stigma to it. It should be just like having a cold or a flu or a broken ankle, right? If you have anxiety or depression or bipolar disorder or any other mental illness, you know, it should be able to be spoken clearly and without shame. We're human. We all have struggles. Let's be there for each other and let's not judge each other. All right, God bless you. Have a wonderful rest of your day.